Hey everybody, welcome back to my podcast. This is Kelly and this is her podcast. I hope everybody had a great weekend. Happy Monday. And um, I want to say thank you very much for everybody that listens to my last podcast. And I got a lot of good feedback, even though I was rambling. Um, I had some great feedback. So, yeah, I hope everybody again had a great weekend. And um, we had a great ass weekend. A whole bunch of just quality family time. A whole bunch of... Um, time spent with our kids and that's the best time to me is I just feel like you know we always talk about time and how valuable our time is and um to me I never feel like my time is being wasted when I'm with my family so I had a great weekend and um I want to make sure because last week I completely forgot because I was rambling so damn much. But this week I remember and I wanted to make sure that I gave you all credit tip for the day as well as some news going on. Okay, so I hate like I'm not the news channel, obviously, but I know a lot of people try to stay away from um, try to stay away from the news because it's so negative. But I think that it's important um, to know what's going on in your neighborhood and in the world. Because especially for those of you that travel a lot, you just want to be mindful of your surroundings and where you're traveling to. Me and my boyfriend are addicted to 90 Day Fiance. And um, when we watch that and we see like people are going to Saudi Arabia, people are going to third world countries like Guatemala and other places like that. And you're living in poverty and um, you know what comes with poverty. If 75 to 80 percent of that world or maybe even 90 percent of that um, country, I should say, is in poverty. What do you expect or how do you expect for those people to you know, be because there is no excuse to ever shoot anybody, hurt anybody unless they try to shoot or hurt you. And um, but I don't know if you're living in poverty and your um, surroundings are so negative, I, I wouldn't expect anything less. So me personally, like I couldn't be on 90 Day Fiance. I couldn't I, I, I could be on there, but I couldn't date someone out of the country, especially, excuse me, if they lived in a third world country i just couldn't i'm so sorry sweetheart we're gonna have a long distance relationship or you're gonna have to come over here because if you're not hip to 90 day fiance come on every sunday and um basically it's people that live um in america and are dating people that live in other countries and right now i think people may might live in south africa or that's the other way um people live in yeah actually india south africa Saudi Arabia, um, Brazil, and it's the poorest parts of the country. So, um, yeah. And they go over there. And if you live, like, if you, it's called a visa, um, a fiancé visa. So, if you choose to go live, like, say I marry somebody to live in France, I would have 90 days to marry that person. Or I would have to leave. <clears throat> excuse me so 
they are like kind of in a bind like my thing is like if you're gonna date somebody like out of the country truly just get to know them like i'm so sorry you're gonna have to waste money you're gonna have to waste your time if you know things don't work out to get to know this person but for me you spending three weeks with somebody and you're like oh my god i want to marry him and you're going to move to a third world country is just foolish to me but you know love make you do crazy things so um yeah saying all that to say um the dating shooters um so apparently there was a shooting in dayton which if you are not familiar with me i live in ohio so what is dayton maybe 30 minutes away i want to say 20 minutes away it's i would say 30 to 40 minutes let's say let's say that so yeah dayton is pretty close to us and um it was a mass shooting in dayton and in el paso um so it's i mean you don't this is so foreign to americans that is like we don't even know how to act like for somebody to or multiple people to shoot up a walmart or to shoot up in america shoot i mean we hear it about you know uh kids shooting up schools and stuff like that but what the fuck is going on seriously like so there were about 22 oh 22 deaths and um I'm just honestly speechless and it's so sad to me that somebody because obviously you know you have to be mentally unstable to do something like this to just be so heartless and you're shooting and you don't know where these bullets are going to kids to wives to husbands to people you know that are loved and needed and you're taking them away from their family it doesn't make sense to me. Um, it, it just really doesn't make sense to me. So it was on Monday. Um, and it says the El Paso Police Department said death toll in attack, which unfolded when a gunman stormed into a busy Walmart, had risen to 22 after two of the dozen who were wounded on Saturday died in the hospital. So people that is so sad to me i mean they're even telling the ages of the people you're 23 you're 15 you're you know a 77 year old an 86 year old i mean what are you thinking a 90 year old what are you thinking i'm just trying to go to walmart i'm just trying to get the things that i need for my children for my family for myself and i have to be worried about being shot so i hope that this is a lesson learned for walmart for retail stores that um we have to always have our guards up we cannot put our guards down for anything or anybody especially at our schools and places that are high traffic places you cannot put your guard down and um that is unfortunate so please just 
send a prayer to all those families and those victims of that shooting because that could have easily been us could have easily been one of your family members so you know that makes me so sad jordan leonardo raul lewis elsa ivan gloria sarah javier angela like those are people those are people that got shot. Those are people that you chose to take away from their families. And then there are still 15 more. So they get whatever they deserve. Like they'll get what they deserve and then some. And I hope they don't sleep at night. Because at the end of the day, you're shooting and killing people. You're still a human being. You're not going to tell me that you are not affected by that. So that was the news. Um, but... Today, I definitely want to talk about um, co-parenting and um, how to be a um, good co-parent. Now, who am I to judge? Because I wouldn't say that I have the best situation, but I wouldn't say that I have the worst situation either. Um, But when we are, when me and my child's father are, At one point, you know, which typically lasts about a month or so, and then he gets, you know, MIA. But when we are, you know, co-parenting, it's fine because there are no feelings there. Zero. Negative, actually. You know what I'm saying? I don't want him. Your girlfriend, there is no threat. I don't want your man at all. So for me, our focus is our child and... Nothing else matters. There's no side conversations. We're not friends. I don't need to tell you anything besides that has to do with your kid. And that's the bare minimum, too. She needs school supplies. She needs clothes. She needs shoes. You know, she's doing, you know, and I don't even need to tell you every day she's doing fine. Nigga, she's fine. If something happened, I'll let you know. Like, that's it. But um, I was actually at work today and... This is pretty, like, I literally get all my topics from other people, and that's okay with me. But I was at work today, and I was with a, and I was training a girl, and um, she had two kids. And she's a new mom. Shout out to her. Her name's Sarah. And um, she is, I guess I want to say newly divorced, or is she new? No, she's newly single. And she's trying to figure out how to co-parent her baby's father her child's father both her kids had the same dad so their dad has moved on and it's very hard for her to accept that she said because you know they built this life together they have two children together and it's hard for her to see him with someone else now I told her I said listen sweetheart let me tell you something it's very hard I agree. It is hard when you're in love with somebody to see them with someone else. But guess what? Time heals all wounds. And I'm trying to tell you, it really does. Because, you know, to think that you women, we carry, you know, you men's children, your seeds. And, I mean, that's emotional in itself. So, if you add, you know, years onto our relationship and the fact that at one point I loved you and my hormones are changing all the things that I'm going through emotionally mentally 
And then, you know, all of a sudden, bam, we're not together. Bam, I have this kid. I'm raising this kid. This is my first child. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, this is not what I expected. All those thoughts go through every woman's head. Like, how did I get here? How am I a single mom raising a son or a daughter? Or if you have two kids or multiple kids by myself, and I was just with this man. And now all of a sudden, I have this child. And typically, you know, it's always, most of the time, it's on mommy. Like for the mom to mostly during the week have the kid and this is your child's home and, you know, dad is every other week or whatever, every weekend or something like that. So majority of the time is spent with mom. So now I'm having this child all by myself is this is what she's saying. Like I got this, these kids by myself can't come and go as I need to, to work, the sacrifice of work and the sacrifice of school and the things I need to do, you know, Things are being pushed to the back burner. And as she said, she's losing her confidence. And um, she said, I can shit, I can't even get up and go to the gym because I have two kids now and I don't have the help. And their dad is choosing to walk away from the situation. And I'm just like, you know, huh? Like, to me, we it's a different time. We are older now. She's the same age as me. We are 28 and your baby dad is 29 and um you know we're older now so it's one thing if you're 16 or 20 not even 22 old if you're a teenager and you're walking away because you're like shit this is real like i'm having a kid hold on and your you know fear allows you to be absent and doesn't excuse you from walking away from your child but i mean it sounds better okay let's just be real sounds a whole lot better than you're a 30 year old man walking away from your child your children and you have a daughter and a son and you're choosing to walk away from them because you don't because your baby mom doesn't want to deal with your bullshit anymore because that's what it was ultimately she caught him cheating he always was lying he always was out and um towards the end of the relationship I think they spent about 10 years together or something like that so she he's all she knows so you know I can understand her feelings of being insecure and not feeling herself anymore because all of a sudden you go from having help to having nothing and no one around and her mom is going through um, health issues so she can't really help so here she is with two kids and she's like you know this is hard for me to even work she said it's hard for me to even work these three days you know a week that I'm working because I be trying to struggle to have a babysitter especially in the summer I don't qualify for vouchers you know like I said it always typically okay let's not say always it typically falls on mom so mom has to try to get vouchers if mom can't get vouchers mom has to pay out of pocket or find it and find a um type a um provider that it's a little cheaper a little bit more affordable but you still have two kids and you still have to uh factor in rent and car note and car insurance and food because again you don't qualify for assistance because you might make a little bit more than you know the government wants you to make to get subsidized housing and vouchers and all those other things and you know here dad is moving along with his life and dating other people and probably running through women and doing the things that he wants to do and move how he wants to move so I can I can understand how you can become bitter and resentful towards that person but I told her like at the end of the day all that resentment all that hate 
has to be put to the side because it's not about you and it hurts and I understand completely like that shit hurts like oh my god I have to juggle all of this work she's in school she's like I'm working I'm trying to finish this freaking put for blood me program I'm trying to do this and that and you know this is hard and I'm like I get it completely I understand what you're talking about and I it it makes me like upset that you know people can't put aside their own emotions for the sake of their kids so today I wanted to talk about co-parenting and how to truly be a successful co-parenter like my thing is very simple to me it's very simple once you get past the I love you I hate you fuck you stage we all all kosher so what I need for you to do is what I say is you got to get over it you have to get over the fact or let go of any hope that you might have had for your relationship let go of it and know that you know it's it's over with it's done with period I'm not gonna be with him anymore I don't want to be with him anymore because I deserve better than him but for the sake of these kids I need to talk to this man because it's she said it's partially her fault you know she doesn't make it easy for him and um I said I understand but I'm not saying, you know, give him a pass for being disrespectful, but, you know, ask him like, okay, if you want to see your kids, are you able to be respectful? And if you're not, then I can't allow you to see them because I don't want them to be around the toxicness and the negativity of our relationship because you can't be respectful, so if that's a conversation y'all can have, I said, have it. And we need to be adults and we need to realize that we're 30 and that these kids depend on us. And you can't do it all by yourself. You can try, but you definitely, shit is going to be truly delayed. You're going to look up and not be able to finish school and be 40 years old and saying shoulda, coulda, woulda. And your kids are going to be older and your kids are, you're going to still be in a situation that you're in financially and it all can be stopped right here by truly swallowing your pride, your ego, both of y'all, and realizing what truly matters, and that's your child, your children. And um, I think a lot of people's problem is the ego is prideful because that is my child's father's problem. If, you know, um, right now his issue is mostly child support which has been child support for the past like I gave this man two years I gave him two years of Noel's life to get on board to show me that he would be able to help financially and he would take care of his child now I told him if you cannot help could you please help with her but if you can't do either of them then we're, ha- we're going to have a problem because I did not create this child on my own. And I shouldn't have to raise her on my own. But if I'm going to, then you're going to pay. Like, and that's it. I shouldn't have to struggle or, you know, pick up where you lack and you reap the benefits of it. Like, when you choose to come around, 
No, it's not how it works. So his biggest issue has been child support, child support. You're enabling, you're not enabling, you're making it hard for me to be a part of my child's life because I have to pay out this child support. And I'm like, look, how much do you think I pay a month? Okay, because for most of Noel's life, I did not qualify for vouchers. For most of Noel's life, I had mom, aunt, daycare, summer camp, after school programs watching Noel. And these things cost money. At one point, I was paying my mom $400 a month. At one point, I was paying $120 a week for daycare. At one point, I was paying my aunt $375 a month. At one point, I was paying the YMCA freaking $83 a week. You know what I'm saying? So these things cost money. So when you think that, you know, you giving me $50 here, $60 there, it's actually doing something, is it's not. Because on top of, and what people tend to forget, is on top of childcare is everything else. So when people say, kids don't cost that much to, for you, you don't need a $500 no month to pay for your own child. Okay, well then what do you think is fair? Because childcare alone is $1,000. So what do you mean? Especially what I'm talking about is when your child is maybe, I want to say, um, uh, under the age of five. So... It just depends on the area. So say, for example, you don't qualify for vouchers and um, day, you live in Blue Ash, which is where I lived at. Day, daycare at, out in Blue Ash is 283 a week times four, $1,132 a month times 12, $13,584. So that alone, okay, so I'm spending $13,500 a month. I mean, a year for child care. That's, that is just child care. So if you factor in food, if you factor in clothes, because we're not going to factor in shelter and electricity and water, all the things that you would have to do, you know, with or without children. We're not gonna even going to do that. But we factor in food, clothes, school supplies, you know, school field trips, miscellaneous hair if you have daughters you know activities you want to do um as far as sports you want your child to be active like I want my my child at one point was playing violin doing gymnastics and doing swim lessons all that together a month was roughly about $345 so if I times $345 times 12, that's $4,000 a month, plus the $13,000 that I said that I spent for childcare. So $13,000 plus $4,000. That's $17,000 a year. Let's say I make about shit because these jobs ain't paying anything. Let's just say $35,000 a year. You know what I'm saying? And you subtract the $17,000 from that. I'm only at $18,000. So that leaves me, you know, roughly about $1,500 a month to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? So when men say, it don't cost that much to raise no kid, what type of child are you raising? Because for me, I want to invest in my child. I want to, you know, allow her to be able to do different things, sports, activity, music, whatever she's interested in. I want to be able to allow her access to that because I'm not trying to raise a child that's overweight, that's, you know, uneducated, that's 
disrespectful that has no motivation no determination and doesn't do shit all summer that's not what i'm trying to raise so that's what her and i was talking about like you know people just don't realize how much it really does cost to raise a a, a child that you want to be successful a child that you want to be healthy a child that you want to be adventurous and have so many different opportunities and be able to try different things not just the bare minimum okay wake up go to school during the summer you go to your grandma's house and you eat fucking you know ramen noodles and hot chips every day and a capri sun no that's that's how it goes i can easily spend and i tell my boyfriend this all the time certain things don't that don't bother me spending on money on food spending money on this things that have to affect that affect my child my well-being my child's well-being it doesn't bother me so i'm gonna make sure we have fruits and vegetables and home-cooked meals and shit in our household because i'm not raising a flaming hot eating even though she does occasionally eat flaming hot she just got hip to him so but i'm not raising a child that is gonna eventually grow up to be an unhealthy adult so it offends me when people say it doesn't cost a lot to raise a child because i'm trying to figure out what type of child you're raising because my child's father say that shit all the time oh they don't cost i mean why would you need 450 dollars a month like i'm trying to figure out what you eat. okay so your 400 dollars is going straight to the freaking child care what are you talking about that leaves me still to pick up your slack you know what i'm saying so had you if you really should know you really should be paying about two thousand dollars a month but you know who am i so um i i told her like i said the first thing to do is to get over the fact of um it's not gonna happen anymore and it's because i don't want it to happen i don't want to be with him i don't want i deserve better so once you are able to heal from within, like, emotionally and detach yourself from him and realize, you know, she can have it. She doesn't, she, he's not a prize. All the bullshit I had to deal with, the fact that, you know, he's stepping away from his kids. Why would I want a man like that in my life? So that was the first thing I said. And then it's communication. Like, communication is huge. Yes, we don't want to fucking talk to our baby dads or our baby moms. Like, we don't want to. But obviously, we have to. Especially if you want to show your child, you know, healthy communication skills. And also that you're, you're, you, not that you're not bitter, but you're, that you're able to coexist and that your child has two supportive parents. That's the biggest thing. So, being able to communicate and tell your part not your partner your child's father or your um baby mom like if you have custody guys of your children because again my brother you don't know he has full custody of his daughter he's had full custody for two years i mean for since she was two and um you know her mom is has been in and out of her life and it's like crazy because the roles reverse like mom sees her every now and then i mean she's gone years without seeing her or talking to her and um she doesn't help (laughs) and she does the bare minimum when she when she feels like it so i'm not just saying women but men and women like communication like you want to show your child that you know you guys can coexist and that um mom is supportive or dad is supportive because First of all, if I tell you, don't ever say I didn't. And on top of that, it's bigger than us. 
for our child to be able to see us both somewhere in the same place supporting you is you're loved and I think that that's important like and to just be there so I know a lot of times women are bitter and men are bitter too but women are truly bitter when when their child's father moves on especially if they still care about them um that it's hard for them to tell to talk to them and to tell you know their child's father like hey Lily has a sports game on Saturday at 9 a.m. You can come, but don't bring that. You know what I'm saying? Like, adding the extra stuff is unnecessary. Hey, you know, you're more than welcome to come to Lily's game Saturday at 9. See you there. And I said, anything extra? Shut up. Because she said, the girl said, like, I'm just extra. I say things, and I know I shouldn't. And I'm just like, you have to cut that out. Like, that's making it about you. For you to even say, Come to Lily's, you know, hey, Lily's having a game on Saturday. Just letting you know it's at 9. For you to add in, but don't bring that. That is making it about you, not about Lily. So, eliminate that. Don't make it about y'all. It don't matter who he fucking, who's who he's sucking, who she's sucking, who she's fucking. It doesn't matter. It's not about that anymore. It's not about who that person's laying next to. It's truly about the kids. So communication is so important. Communication and honesty and always being on the same page. And despite y'all being in separate households and um, not being together anymore, just being on the same page is so important and wanting the same thing for your child. And that's for your child to be a successful, healthy um, child that's going to eventually be an adult and be a successful, healthy adult. And it starts now and it starts with the support of your family and we are their examples. So we have to be great examples and role models and really take our feelings out of the situation and or you'll get a result like her a father that doesn't want to deal with it so he's gonna I would rather eliminate myself from that entire situation than even deal with you because you're so fucking bitter like I've seen that before I've seen guys just fed up with the baby mom because she makes it so hard I mean I understand that like all right fuck it listen I will figure it out but just not right now so I can understand that as well. But you have to remember to separate your emotions and feelings because it's anything. If you if you think about saying something like that, just take a step back and really just ask yourself, is this about me or is this about our child? And if it's about you, take a couple minutes and just calm the fuck down and, and really think about this child's well-being. So, yes, co-parenting is definitely not easy it's very hard especially when two people are on on the same page so getting on the same page could possibly take time just depending on who you are dealing with if you guys have the same you know want the same out of this situation which is for your child to be great and loved and happy then I think that you know it could be easier for you but when you're dealing with someone that is can't let go whether it's the woman or the man of the relationship and they're using your child as a pawn or something like that, then it could definitely be hard. But my biggest suggestion is, fellas, ladies, whatever, if you, um, well, I'll speak for the fellas. So I know a lot of you are dealing with bitter baby mamas and shit like that. So my, my biggest thing is to get a lawyer, 
get work with some of these nonprofit organizations that help men get custody, get visitation, get, you know, um, more of a reasonable amount of child support. I mean, if I'm making $11 an hour, why am I paying $1,100 a month? You like, you know what I'm saying? So sometimes you do need legal advice. And there are so many people, nonprofit organizations around the world that will assist um, men and especially black men in trying to get some sort of visitation and some sort of uh, mediation structure for that child and trying to get that child support um, lowered or negotiated, I should say. So make sure you take advantage of your community and what they might have to offer you because I know that people don't look into it, but there are so many nonprofit organizations. I want to say Brothers Helping Brothers or something like that because I know there's a woman's Women Helping Women, but I, I want to say there is a brother helping brothers so if you do if you do know what it's called just let me know and I can definitely tell the um tell it on my next podcast but I want to say it's brothers helping brothers but if not you can always google nonprofit organizations that assist men with lawyers and lawyer fees because I'm pretty certain that they give you a free uh attorney so because when my brother got custody they he went through a program and they waived his um filing fees and everything like that he did have to pay for his lawyer but it was well worth it i want to say she was about two thousand dollars and it took about i want to say two years to get full custody but in the meantime he had full custody he had temporary full custody because of the situation that his daughter was in but there is help for you guys and there's hope for y'all and I know it should be getting irritating and it's hard especially dealing with a bitter baby mama but there is help and you have to do your research so my my biggest biggest suggestion and advice is to get a lawyer and after that stay committed and after that don't be discouraged and it is going to be time consuming it is going to cause you to miss work and be frustrated and might you know lose a couple dollars on the way but ultimately, again, taking yourself out of the situation and knowing that it's bigger than you. And if the situation is that bad with their mom or you just really want custody or joint custody, because remember, you have every right to file for joint custody. Then try it. Do it. Don't make excuses. Don't don't look up and it be two years and you still haven't seen your child. That's bullshit to me personally. And um I don't want I'm not here for the excuses. I'm not here for the the, the bullshit. Like if you want your kid, go get your kid. And it's that it's that easy. And a lot of people um blame the baby mom. So man up, do what you need to do, file for joint, file for visitation. If you especially if you're paying child support, you have every right to see your child whenever the fuck you want. And don't forget that. So um and then yeah, so yeah. If anybody has any questions, comments, concerns, please reach out to me either on my Instagram or um, my anchor because you can leave me messages on anchor as well. And that was this was just something that I wanted to make sure that I said because I know I, I talked to a lot of different people and I've met a lot of different people that have been going through situations like that with kids and custody and stuff like that. And some people, you know, they forward, they going all in, they not playing this is my kid I'm going hard some of them just full of shit and I just want to say like it's not about you it's about your kids 
So, um, the credit tip for the day. Let's get into that. So, if, again, if y'all have any other questions or anything, or if I miss something, I don't know a lot, but I know something, and um, I can always ask because my brother dealt with it firsthand, and my best friend, um, his mom is a lawyer, so sometimes, like, and I definitely shout out to my best friend and her mama because I appreciate the people that I have in my life because some shit I just don't know. And um, I do reach out a lot to her and her mom because, shit, if you don't know, ask. And that's it. And my friend be, all right, hold on one second. Very supportive. So shout out to them. So if you have any other questions or anything, like just feel free to ask because I can definitely ask my brother who has gone through that. Or I can ask someone around me that might have gone through it. So don't be afraid, guys, because I do get a lot of DMs from guys about custody and shit like that. Like, I don't fucking know. I have no idea. But I know a little bit of something. So always Google. Google is your best friend. But the credit tip for the day. Um, it's important, guys. <sighs> then we talk about disputes. Disputing is basically... Um, if we already talked about it, it's important because somebody actually asked me this, um, which I wish I had my book in front of me. Okay, so a dispute. So if you pull your credit up, so you say you go to Credit Karma or you do your free annual credit report, because again, you can get a free annual credit report, Google it, it'll ask you a couple questions about yourself and you're able to see a thorough um, credit report. So if you look onto your credit report and you see something that is not supposed to be there, um, hell, if it even if it's supposed to be there, dispute it. The way you dispute things are by simply um, writing a statement, well, writing a letter. You can always Google um, a template, which will show you basically what to say to the debt collector, um, which is basically your name and address and um why you're disputing it the date your signature and you mail it and again do that more than one time okay because they have 30 days to um either prove that you do owe the amount or to take it off your um credit somebody just asked me that maybe three days ago or something what did you say about disputing again so that's why i want to rebring it up if i didn't talk about it um, disputing is everything. Disputing is what these companies do. They send out multiple letters to debt that you might owe in hopes of them not responding so that they can eliminate it. Say you send it today. Today is August the 5th. They would have until September the 5th to respond with either proof or they would have to, on September 6th, remove it from your credit. So, you can always go to the library. They have literally a whole bunch of books on disputing credit debt debts off your um, credit. And you can make a copy, type it up, do what you need to do, and get a whole bunch of stamps and mail out a whole bunch of letters. Dispute, dispute, dispute. So, yes. Well, that was my time for today. I'm going to make sure that I don't be talking y'all damn heads off and rambling on and on. I'm trying to get better at this. And I'm in the studio slash closet. And uh, my boyfriend basically said, stop having, stop doing so much. Sit your ass down. Stop having so much background noise. Be driving. Put the blinker on. My bad. I be trying to multitask and I don't be having no fucking time. But today I took a nap. So I got all the time. So yeah, any other questions, guys, please feel free to hit me up on Anchor or hit me up on Instagram, Miss MS 
K-E-L underscore A, Miss Kel underscore A is my Instagram. And I want to thank y'all very much for listening. And again, please send our prayers to everybody in Dayton that was victims of that shooting or families of victims of that shooting. So thanks for listening. Good night.